Hurting Her Story is proudly sponsored by the Florida Cattlemen's Foundation. The Florida Cattlemen's Foundation is dedicated to sustaining a viable ranching industry in Florida through the development of future leaders. The Foundation Board is committed to raising and distributing funds for a wide variety of projects in the areas of research in the cattle industry, educational programs, leadership development programs, and the heritage and historical projects such as the ranching exhibit housed at the Florida State Fair and their signature event of the Florida Ranch Rodeo State Finals and Heritage Festival. Hurting Her Story is also proudly sponsored by Dale and Beth Carlton and family. We thank them for their support and commitment to a sustainable Florida by investing in the future generation. We'd like to give a special thank you to Mr. Brad Ferris, the host of the Between the Beaches podcast, and Ms. Jessica Wells, who works at Florida Farm Bureau and helps with their Rural Recharge podcast, for their guidance and advice in helping us start our own podcast. Y'all go on over and check them out, and thank you once again for your help. Alrighty, here we are. Here we are. Doing our first episode of the Hurting Her Story podcast. Aren't you all excited? We're excited. I'm very excited. I know. It's a little bit daunting and overwhelming, but... Yeah, this is a big adventure for the both of us, oh, I think. Oh, talk about a learning curve. And it's this is way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. I'd rather be on a horse. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm a very introverted person. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which you wouldn't think normally if you know Gina Tran. You wouldn't think she's introverted. Have you, like, met me? <laughs> I am so quiet and awkward when I first meet people. <laughs> I do remember that. I gotta feel out the vibe first. Yeah. <laughs> but once you get to know you, yeah, you're a joy to be around. Well, thank you. You too. <laughs> well, I'm Mary Margaret Hardy. If you don't recognize my voice, I am a seventh generation Floridian. I grew up in Chiefland, Florida. Uh, my family raised Florida Cracker horses growing up, so I wasn't super involved in the cattle industry until I went to college. Uh, we had a small handful of cows here and there, but nothing to really write home about. Um, it, I was definitely a, a horse girl growing up. I went to college at ABAC, Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College in Tifton, Georgia. And then I graduated, let's see, I graduated there in December of 2018 and then I finally put my big girl pants on and got a real job. <laughs> I started at uh, Archbold's Buck Island Ranch in South Florida right out of college as the administrative assistant there in February of 2019. And now, right at five years later, I'm the assistant ranch manager. Heck yeah, you are. <laughs> it's weird saying that out loud sometimes still. Is it so surreal still? Yeah, yeah. It hasn't quite sunk in. <laughs> Well, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Gina Tran. I was actually born in Denver, Colorado, and I lived there for a couple years before I moved here. I didn't know you were born in Denver. Yeah. I think that's why I'm not. I'm a little more cold tolerant. <laughs> makes sense. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to that because yeah, otherwise we'll, we'll go with that. nothing makes sense otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, so I lived there for a couple years. And so then I moved to Orlando, Florida, because we, my grandparents were living here. So we were like, well, it just makes sense to come to Orlando. We already have family there. And, um... Why were y'all in Orlando, or Denver to begin with? I'm just curious. That's just... If your other family was in Orlando. Well, just my grandparents and a couple aunts and uncles. 
mm-hmm. lived in Orlando, and they just, they started out in Denver, too, but they moved down here because it was too cold <laughs> up there for them. <laughs> okay. Um, that's just Like my... everybody else moving to Florida. <laughs> yeah, right? But, like, we started it way back when. Way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, before it was ever a thought in everyone else's head. <laughs> okay. So, I've grown up in the city with Disney and the airport and whatnot in my backyard. Oh, the mouse. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was a lot better back in the old days. Okay, <laughs> back like, in the old days, we say that like we're <laughs> really not 60 old. years old. <laughs> but like, I did go to Disney when I was little, and I had like annual passes and everything. Back then, the tickets were cheap, it wasn't crowded, you didn't have to wait four hours. You know I've never been to Disney. Really? Mm-hmm. Never been. I, you know, go when it, there's not a holiday, which is never, and <laughs> during the weekday maybe. Isn't it, isn't there something, like, it's always a holiday at Disney? I don't know. Yes, always. Oh, okay. I was like, I think the only barely off-season I have is a weird week in February where it's not Valentine's Day and it's not spring break yet. You have, like, a really small window in there (laughs) to not have tourists around. Honestly, I think I'm just gonna take your word for it, because I have no desire to go to Disney Honestly, I don't blame you. Yeah. And people ask me all the time. Do you go to Disney all the time? I'm like, no, are you crazy? There's awful traffic that way. <laughs> okay? Tourists have no idea where they're going, so they just kind of, like, stop. Or how to drive. Way. Yeah. Dude, figure out where you need to go first, and then go. Don't try to figure <laughs> out while you're on the road. You're you're the problem. <laughs> the residents are not the problem. But so, growing up in the city, I didn't really think much about agriculture, and I got involved when I... Joined FFA in high school. I was fortunate to have really good FFA advisors who gave me a multitude of opportunities. And that's, you know, getting the show steers and showing at the state fair and meeting a bunch of commercial producers here in Florida is Mm -hmm. really how I got started in the cattle industry. Let's talk about how we met. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was right at three years ago. I don't know. You can't, You were interning at Buck Island. So I was already a full-time employee there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Gina got an internship, which let's take a minute to really talk about the value of internships. Yes. Trying to get into the industry. Oh my gosh. Take them seriously, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my number one advice to any student, I think, mm. is just to go out there and do any and every internship you can because... Yeah, school is great and all, and a lot of our classes, I think, especially in agricultural majors, you get a lot more hands-on experience, but it's not nearly the same as going out and learning. In the field versus the classroom. Yeah. You can take what you learned in the classroom and use it in the field, but also learn that, yes, we teach this by the books, but here's how we practically use it. Right. Application. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you make connections as well. It's not just learning how to do things in the field, mm-hmm. but you also make those connections with the people in the industry, which yeah. a lot of times who you know can go a long way. Oh yeah, networking is, I mean, listen, I didn't take it seriously when they said it's about who you know, mm-hmm. not what you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've learned it's, my lesson. It's for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when Gina first came to Buck Island, I had, she had never ridden a horse before. No. Yeah. I, like, maybe did a trail ride once, but, like, you're not riding that horse. <laughs> They're leading that horse for you. Come on yeah. now. Yeah, I think I remember doing a trail ride. My feet didn't even reach the stirrups. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
but I didn't know how to ride a horse. First day I was there, I was like totally confused and I had to go up to our, our boss, Mr. Gene Lawless, and be like, Mr. Lawless, I do not know how to saddle a horse. Can you please teach me how to saddle a horse <laughs> and put a head stall and a bit in? <laughs> Was I a, wasn't there that morning. I missed that, and I'm sorry I did, but it was a humbling. It was probably a sight to see. Yeah, it was a great learning experience, but it was a little humbling. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely uh, learn by letting you go out and figure it out yourself mm-hmm. I mean, in a safe way. Yeah, but. riding a horse is very much a field thing, so you got to go out there and do it. But that's kind of how we got to know each other a lot better. Yeah, because I grew up riding horses like family bred and uh, raised four cracker horses and I was imprinting them as soon as they were born and putting my hands in their mouths as straight out wet on the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and so I definitely grew up, It was imp- I was imprinted with a horse. Yeah. I knew it like the back of my hand. So we did spend a lot of time getting Gina... Accustomed and and tuned up, if you will. I mean, the first day we were gathering cows and I I just learned how to use the reins. Like, I didn't really even know how to use my feet (laughs) and legs. And so, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No problem in time. (laughs) We grew closer as friends, though, because we kind of shared... A lot of the struggles and stories and... Just talking about our how our day went. Yeah. Because, you know, Gina moved on. She went back to school to University of Florida. That's mm-hmm. where you went. Since she's graduated, she's moved on to, to other places. And we kept up with each other on Snapchat mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of catching up with each other how our day had gone. And we quickly found out that we were sharing some of the same experiences. Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of the times we think to ourselves, this is only happening to me, or no way, like, no one's getting the same experience or whatever. And so, kind of just sharing our stories and Mm -hmm. exchanging our experiences with each other, we quickly realized we're not in this alone. Right. It's not the exact same experience necessarily, but... There's a lot of similarities there. You were experiencing the same struggles that I was. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those were different. Sometimes those were the same. But it was really cool getting to hear those shared experiences. And And, and sometimes, because I've been working, what, a little over three more years than you have? Because I'm older than you are. So Mm -hmm. we also found that I might have been through the same experiences that Gina was going through now and I had some advice to give her on how to get through that or manage that in a in a better way mm-hmm. which is really beneficial and we want to hear from other people yeah and that's how we kind of came up with starting a podcast yeah it's thinking about how there are so many women out there that are doing some of the stuff that we're doing not only just in cattle like we are but in farming and like allied industries and whatnot And they might be in the same boat where they feel like, you know, they're the only ones experiencing some of these challenges and these experiences and getting to share their success stories and stuff is... There is success in it. Yeah. You 
you find ways to be successful. Yeah, and I think a lot of the times we think about all the challenges, mm-hmm. and we're like, man, maybe this is why there aren't that many women in the industry. But then, if you sit back and think about all the women that you know in your life and in the industry, you're like, well, there actually is a good handful that are successful. Yeah, and you're like, well, they found success, like. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they got to where they are. Yeah, and it's an inspiration. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I think a lot of people don't realize having the connection of being able to talk to someone who's similar to you or in the same shoes as you really hits different than if you're talking to someone who is completely different from you. Yeah. Some of our experiences men don't share at all. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, they can be there for you and talk to you about it but it's not the same as talking about it with another woman and sharing those experiences because they can relate to it right and you feel a lot better because you're like well she looks like me she's doing the same things as me she's experiencing these and so am i that's a shared connection that yeah isn't the same mm-hmm. as if it was someone else i agree and a lot of people don't talk about it Mm-mm. too so yeah that's the reason we need yeah, to talk about it. We're gonna it. talk about it. Let's talk about it, Gina. Uh, like, we make someone uncomfortable. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes. And if you if you don't grow, you're oh, and you sit and being comfortable. I mean, you're not gonna grow. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. So, this life is about growth. Yes. <laughs> Look at us being trying to be inspirational. Yeah. Let's talk about the name and the logo and how we came up with that. We we had a different name at first. We wanted the name to be catchy, but it might have been a little too catchy. We surveyed some people and they... Let's be honest, it was a little inappropriate. It was. <laughs> <laughs> just a little. Okay, we're, it was just a bit. So we wanted it to be a play on words. Right. And like we mentioned before, we both work in the cattle industry. So we came up with... Hurting her story, because, I mean, hurting, like hurting cattle, and mm-hmm. just getting together a bunch of stories. Rounding them up. Yeah. Creating a digital arena, Heck if yeah. you will. <laughs> you don't see too many of those, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how we came up with the name, and I think it, I mean, the alliteration really is the play on words for us, but also... Hurting her story. Right. So the silhouettes of us in the logo actually came from our old name. Because we we drew up a couple sketches along with our old name. Mm -hmm. And we decided... Which shall not be named. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's behind us now. (laughs) We've grown. Yeah. (laughs) So we really liked the silhouette idea of the two of us. Because, I mean, originally we were like, oh, it can just generically be two cowgirls. Yeah, just a random outline of a person. Yeah. And then we thought about it more and we were like, I mean, it's our podcast. It should be us there. And also, we represent two very different sides of the spectrum of what women look like. We very much do. If you don't know us. Yeah. (laughs) I know you, like, y'all can only hear our voices right now, but I'm 5'2". I weigh maybe 110 pounds at best on a good day. 
Soaking wet. Yeah. Couple layers on. Very small framed gal. I'm built like a two by four. (laughs) Um, and I am 5'7", 220 pounds, curvy gal, thick boned. (laughs) (laughs) Very different people. Very, very different people. And we represent, like we said, two different sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not just one group of people can relate to us. We feel like we we would a- we would be able to reach a large a larger group. Yes, for sure. Which means we can't share clothes, but like it's okay. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh, that would be amazing cuz we have similar styles and wear a lot of the same brands. It would so be nice to wear the same clothes. So nice. But, you know, actually I think one time this is <laughs> this is funny. I, one time you you were in a wedding, I think, and you're Getting ready outfits were the pearl snap shirts. Yeah. But it was, you ordered it too big for it to be more like a dress. Yeah, so we ordered it to be oversized because, like, we weren't going to wear pants while we were getting ready. Yeah. I mean, this thing was literally like a dress. Like, it went down to my knees. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, I was like, well, what am I going to do with this? I can't really wear this because it's so baggy for work. (laughs) And I ended up giving it to you because it was your size. And it fits perfectly. (laughs) It's one of my favorite shirts. I wear it all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And then the rest of the logo, besides the silhouette, um, is an open book. Mm -hmm. So that represents, you know, stories that you read. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're leaning against fences. Our silhouettes are leaning against fences. And that was really inspired by Open Gates, Open Minds. Which was Mr. Gene Lawless's theme for his year as the Florida Cattlemen Association president. Mm -hmm. And he is our shared mentor and really who kind of gave us our start Mm -hmm. professionally. Yeah. That's how I really got working in the cattle industry because he was the one who gave me my first internship. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was a wreck when I went to ask him because I was so nervous because I wanted it so bad. Yeah. He was just so sweet and so understanding and was like man you know like I think he actually made me email you (laughs) he did he did yes I got your email yeah so um that really holds a special place in our hearts because that kind of is what connected us and a big part of why that theme really sticks with us well is a lot of the times I think the agricultural industry kind of feels exclusive and can be very daunting. And for people who are trying to get involved, it sometimes makes them feel like outsiders. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I mean, it is a very tight-knit group. It is, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -mm. But it it is daunting for people from outside of the close-knit group to to get involved. Yeah. Those people do anything and everything for you. Mm -hmm. It's just... Getting your foot in the door Mm -hmm. is, like you said, very daunting. Yeah. And so that kind of resonated with us because if you look at the farming and ranching community, the average age is around 60. Yeah, it's up there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something that needs to be addressed and and thought about. I mean, how are we replacing that aging farmer and rancher? Mm Mm-hmm. And also bridging that gap. Right. I mean... In that aspect, we need to get a lot more young people involved. And at this past 
convention at the Florida Cattlemen's Convention, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Clint Rollerson actually spoke at the dinner one night, and he was kind of talking about how our big buzzword now is sustainability. Mm-hmm. And when people think about sustainability, it's a lot about, you know, the land, the animals, the environment. But, to be here for generations to come. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, that's super important. But he also talked about how it's not just about the land and whatnot. Like, we can't forget about the people. You have to have people to take care of the land. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, you know, part of sustainability is having those young people to continue on the traditions, bring on new things to the table, and just getting people involved to keep the industry alive. Right. Or else it's going to be concrete. And yeah. that's where you lose that sustainability. Yeah. yeah. And once concrete's down, it's not really going away. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how we came about our mm-hmm. logo. It's an ode to one of our mentors and really just kind of encompassing our message and our name. I think it's a really beautiful full circle moment and how with everything coming together like this. Mm-hmm. It's it's exciting. Isn't it so cool whenever you have a full circle moment? I know! <laughs> you sit down and you think about it for a second, you're like, whoa. Even just talking about it right now and everything that comes into play with, with how this is developing and what played a role here and what played a role there, it's just, I can get a little bit of emotional sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, let's talk about where we see this podcast going, what the mission is behind it. Yeah. We want to draw awareness, showcase success for women in the industry, show that it's possible to be successful. Mm -hmm. And, like, it doesn't come without challenges. Right. But we don't need to focus so much on the challenges. We need to learn from them for sure. But think about where those challenges get you. And it's not, we don't want anyone to take away from this that we're wanting brownie cards or handouts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or a men versus women mentality. That's not it at all. Yeah, we we found a space, I guess you can say, where we think we need to fill it because a lot of the times we're so busy chasing the, whatever, our career goals, whatnot. And we don't get the time to sit down and reflect on how far we've gotten, where our our success has been, and Mm -hmm. getting to just, like we said, share your story. I mean, I don't know how other people might feel, but I feel like a lot of the times you sit back and reflect on things and you're like, well, I would really like to share this with someone. This is a story I'd like to tell, but you never get an opportunity to because... And it should be told. Yeah, and it's... There just wasn't the right time for it, or nobody's asked you about it. That's a very good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, so we're providing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's kind of the basis of why we started this podcast, and we're so excited. We have been a little overwhelmed. We announced it a little over a month ago, mm-hmm. and we wanted people to start talking about it, whether it was good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. <laughs> we know that talking was, any talking at this point is good. Yeah. And we have just been overwhelmed with the support we appreciate it more than y'all could ever know Mm -hmm. and we hope this will grow i mean we both live in florida right now Mm -hmm. but there's women all over the nation all over 
the world. The world, really. And a lot of people don't really think about agricultural industry internationally. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different from what it is here. So we hope to grow. Oh, um, we have we have big dreams. Yeah. Big goals. Yeah. We <laughs> hope to grow in that aspect where we get to share stories from all over the world. Yeah. Not just ours, not just in our community, but above and beyond. With that, we'd like to wrap up our first podcast episode uh, with a quote from Stevie Nicks. It really resonated with us. She said, don't be a lady, be a legend. But we felt like being a lady and a legend aren't mutually exclusive to each other. So we'll leave you with this. Be a lady legend and we'll see you next time.